So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. camera on me all right all right fuck damn i don't know what the hell's going on around here i'm just going to do i'm just going to talk to myself because that's what live streaming is essentially until someone gets on right so i'm here first live stream in a while first live stream on facebook to be honest with you i think um but first live stream in a while simply because I don't even think I, I'm able to live stream on YouTube because they don't like the shit that I say. <laughs> Too bad. Um, but there's that aspect. I'll try. But yeah. Um, when it was getting people January 6th, when it was getting those folks out of there and punishing people, they punished me too as well. So there's that aspect. Um, so I got this stream going on. There's a lot there's a couple reasons why I'm doing this stream. Number one, um, I just want I want to get in the groove of live stream. So that's that's number one. Number two, um, I understand, or at least I have a feeling that I understand that there are people who tune into the Earnest Thoughts podcast and they typically just want to hear my opinions on whatever I'm talking about, right? As of lately, I've been interviewing a lot of people, or at least uploading a lot of those interviews. Like those interviews, I, I did, I've been doing those interviews, you know? So I'm not currently interviewing anybody at the moment, but still, I still have about six more interviews left to upload on the Earnest Thoughts podcast, which means if I'm only uploading one episode per week, that is six, uh, that's six weeks of interviews somebody just peeped in and out and all that good for you <laughs> but anyways six more weeks left of inter interviews which means that maybe some people are going to be turned off by it. i have seen the numbers dwindle down because again i feel like people 
they want to hear my thoughts of their on and earnest thoughts podcast which is understandable i myself am tired of the interviews hence why i'm not taking any more interviews unless someone reaches out and i feel as though they make an interesting guess i'm not gonna at least for a long time i'm not going to reach out to inter- to to people for interviews a lot of those people that you, you you've heard the interviews from not saying you know they were bad interviews or whatever i enjoyed pretty much all the interviews or at least all of them a lot of uh, most of them not all of them but most of the interviews that i've done so far and the ones that are coming up i think they're great interviews by the way but um i understand why people would they, they want to tune in to me talk about whatever i want to talk about and not necessarily just somebody else speaking about what they have going on um so it just really depends on what 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 you know type of person you are and what you're really into with that being said um this is this live stream and many live streams in the future are going to serve as that when i do these live streams is just going to be me it's not going to be me interviewing somebody else if there is somebody else on a live stream in the future we're going to be talking about the topics that are that you know i typically talk about whatever the topic of discussion is it's not going to be an interview so there's that aspect of it that's why that's another reason why i really want to do this and again it's because i wanted to get into the groove of live streaming and starting live streaming and all that um yeah i'm trying to share it i don't see a link anywhere to like share it out to twitter um i see invite links the only share option i see is to share my camera and what i'm the only one here once again so there's really no point um i'm looking around on the screen it's my first time being on on um streamyard which i don't know what's up with them cuz when i decided to go with streamyard i was initially told and i was watching a youtube video i was initially told i would get 20 free hours a month of live streaming now i don't think i'm going to live stream of a total of 20 hours a month or even close to that so therefore that's why i was like sure i'm going to do it but then i keep getting this notification saying you got 5 days left of your free trial or some shit like that i don't know what's going on um i'll figure i'll cross that bridge when i cross that big bridge it's just you know 5 days and it does not you know equate to 20 free hours per a month of something that's just that's just you know it's weird they expect me to live stream for the for those nets for the next 5 days they want me to live stream at least 4 hours a day i can't do that i got a job i the title of this is motherless behavior not jobless behavior with this being said <laughs> with that being said um Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, all the great moms out there um who are greatly appreciated, who are maybe underappreciated as well. Um all the mothers to be, you know, the pregnant women out there who are expecting to be moms within the next 
nine or so months or however many months they have are predicted to have until they finally give birth. You're a mom in my book, so happy Mother's Day to you as well. Rest in peace to my mom, rest in peace to all the other no longer living moms on this planet as well, especially the lovely ones who have had a lasting and still have a lasting loving uh, uh, relationship, but uh, not just relationship, but um, effect on the lives of their children and the lives of all the other people. Um, that they helped mold and raise and they gave love to as well. That was definitely my mom. So rest in peace to her. Um, But this is motherless behavior. This is what happened. This is what I do when I don't have a mom. I live stream on Mother's Day. So with that being said, I'm just going to get into the first topic. Okay. I I gave y'all a bit of a background on you know what's going on at this then they're also i'm gonna try to work on getting these clips out and cutting them up and putting them on youtube so again for those who are subscribers of the earnest thoughts podcast and you're like when are you gonna do the solo episodes again have you stopped doing them no it's just you know i did the interviews and the interviews are done <laughs> It's just a matter of I upload one interview per week, obviously, and I have, like I stated before, I have about six more interviews to upload, and then there's going to be no more interviews unless somebody reaches out and I want them on. Somebody did reach out to me, I believe it was today or yesterday, so they just, they reached out and I declined. Now, I declined because they're a former cop, but I also declined (laughs) because I just did not want to do any more interviews with people that's just what it was you know I was like I understand I I told myself I'm not going to do any more interviews unless someone reaches out um but at the same time um you know I still declined that guest even though they reached out to me nothing per well I mean I guess it is personal if I declined them because they're a former police officer former cop but other than that there's nothing personal (laughs) it's all me it's all me wanting to get back into a flow of things and trying things out and all this shit so first topic at hand again let's talk about the fall of netflix so for those who are like netflix is still lying uh-huh okay what i'm talking about is You know what I mean. You know, Netflix is not as strong. The brand is not strong. As Jesus and Mira would say, the brand is strong. Well, Netflix can't say that. They can't flex and say the brand is strong and the brand is still strong. Eh, it's standing, but it's not standing as strong as it once was. You know, when you have so much trash content on there and then you keep raising the price and then you got the nerve to try to... uh, implement some way to you know punish people essentially for sharing passwords with loved ones with friends and other people in general i think that's corny as hell i mean no other streaming platform is doing it now that's not to say that i don't think all the other platforms would attempt it i believe they're all sitting back and waiting to see what netflix does and if netflix is successful with it best believe the other platforms are going to try it themselves Uh, They're going to try to sit here 
the other ones where you got to pay for it. Let me put it that way. Because Pluto, Pluto TV and, and all the other free streaming platforms, they're not going to do something like that. But as far as the ones where you play, you pay a monthly subscription to, yeah, they're going to try it if Netflix is successful. That's an if. So, I mean, if you want to do your best at making sure Netflix is not uh, successful with that, um, don't use Netflix. <laughs> don't don't get on Netflix. I think that if you cancel your subscription or you shut down your account, um, you simply just don't use it, and those numbers continue to fall. Netflix, if they want to stay alive, they will have no choice but to say, you know what, y'all, we were stripping. We're sorry. Y'all can continue sh- uh, passing on your password to people. We're not going to penalize you for that or anything or make you pay extra just to share your password with other people. But if you continue to use Netflix and they come up with this plan and they finally find some way to successfully get folks to, uh, well, they punish folks for sharing passwords and stuff. Again, the other streaming platforms eventually are going to do the same thing. But also, you can't really be upset because... You're, you had the power. You can be upset, but you had the power to do something about it. And you still chose to stay subscribed to Netflix. I mean, what what is on there other than the, the shit you're going to see from me in the future? <laughs> that's going to be worth watching, you know? And that's the thing about Netflix, too. This is not me saying that I want them to fall within this first topic of, the, you know, the fall of Netflix this is me simply just saying that their practices, it's its going to happen one day. Now, Netflix, I, how I feel about Netflix is it's, it's a bittersweet thing. I think that the f- fact that they pretty much, that they pretty much accept every single thing. Like if you're a screenwriter, if you're a creator, you're a movie, uh, director but if you create stories you know what i'm saying if you're a writer like myself or whatever and you create these things screenplays whether it be shows and movies netflix and the fact that netflix will pretty much allow you to have have it on there because they they accept each and everything and i really do mean everything they accept a lot of shit (laughs) That to me, if you're if you're thinking like me, then you're probably that kind of excites you, but it also kind of one of the it's a deterrent in a way as well. And how is that the case? Well, again, if Netflix, if you're creating, if you create this story, right? If you like me with my recent story, I, I published back in 2020, right? Um, Let's say I finally turned that into a movie, Late Nights on Broadway, right? And instead of going through Hollywood and the big studios and all this other stuff, I, you know, go through Netflix and I get it. I get that movie posted there, right? There's a chance because Netflix movies do have that chance. There's a chance that people check it out on there and it becomes this big, you know, Oscar winning or just, you know, highly rated film that was a Netflix exclusive right Um, because that does happen but there's also a chance that people are like there's so much garbage on Netflix that they're going to look past 
what I get put up there. Even though it's not garbage. You know, they're gonna look past it and be like, it's probably garbage like the other 97 billion movies on this platform. So it's like you can't you can't raise your rates every month, you know, or every year, it seems. You can't try to charge people or punish them. Whatever the plan was, I think they were trying to charge people an extra amount of money for them to share their passwords with people, or they were trying to punish them. Either way, it still is a punishment when you think about it. You're still punishing folks for sharing passwords, their password, with their account, with their loved ones and whoever, right? It's 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 like that. Um, but either or you can't do all these things and then expect people to feel comfortable about using your platform or feel like you know they're a happy customer you can you can't expect creators like myself who look at how easy it is to get your stuff on netflix if you're someone with aspirations of having your stories be into a screenplay um you know, a screen adaptation of your stories, you can't expect us to be too confident that we are placing our best bets on Netflix. Now, I was watching an interview on um, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Film, Film Courage, and I forget this brother's name, but he was on there and he was talking about how he independently funds his own films and he publishes, I believe he actually puts his movies on Pluto or one of the other streaming platforms where I, I believe it is Pluto. I could be wrong, but he says Pluto TV will actually take movies from, you know, independent creators um, such as himself like that as well. And that gives me hope. That gives me hope that, you know, of course, Netflix is bigger than Pluto. It's one of the bigger streaming platforms still, um, but it's not number one um like it used to be and again it's if you're a creator like myself and you're trying to get your stuff on there or you have thought thought about having your stuff there it can be a deterrent it can be a deterrent um that's just my opinion on the whole situation um and for that sake and it it might sound a little selfish i don't care but for that matter, I hope they get their ish together. But even if they don't get their ish together, then there are other platforms where I can get my screenplays posted. Again, you don't hear the people who know about Pluto TV, such as myself and others, we rave about it. You know, <laughs> I've never seen anybody or heard anybody who knows about Pluto. And it's either people who don't know it or people who do know it and they still praise it. But even if it's not Pluto and some other platform, streaming platform, because there's tons of them out there. It's not just HBO Max, Hulu, and Netflix, right? There's a bunch of them. Or Disney Plus. There's a bunch of them, actually. Those are just the top ones and those are the ones you got to pay for. But, you know, like when you offer shit for free, people are going to think it's a low value. And that's what people tend to think about the streaming platforms that um, are free. It's it's low value, you know. Uh, when it's if you've actually checked them out, a lot of them, or a few of them, I won't say a lot, of them, but 
but a few of them are actually better than the uh, platforms that you got to pay a monthly subscription to. But you know, people have always, for 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 a long time, have been overpaying for shit that they really shouldn't be paying for. That's like, um, I'm gonna get into the next topic. I really want to know how the fuck am I supposed to share this? Like, the fuck? Ain't nobody watching now, so I can edit this part, I guess. But I really want to know, like, huh? What? (laughs) I don't know. But I really want to know how the hell I'm going to share this. Uh, I don't know, man. Sucks. Cause what's the what's the whole point? What's the how do you how do you even share online? Um, that's a goofy shit, man. Like, I want to share it while I'm live streaming, not afterward. Therefore, people can come in. It's the point, right? Stupid shit. Anyways, next topic. Roe versus Wade. Roe v. Wade. The leaks. Yes, this is one of the topics where I was like, I have to talk about this. Um, All of these topics, really. But again, with the Earnest Thoughts podcast, I can't just, yeah, you you can say, well, you can do multiple episodes per week. You have the interview and you can have the topic-based ones. I thought about that, but then again, I wanted to get into the groove of live streaming. So here we are. So Roe versus Wade, the supposed reverse, the leaks of this supposed reversal of Roe versus Wade that has supposedly passed in the sense that they're going to reverse that. uh, uh, Abortion is going to be illegal again. Right. So. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> that's what it is. That's what Roe versus Wade was. It's pretty much women got the right to to have an abortion, and that's why abortions are our thing because of Roe versus Wade. Although I saw something on the internet. Now I'm taking a point, I did see it on the internet and Twitter of all places, where it was this clip supposedly of of you know the lady in the case of the Roe versus Wade uh, case admitting that she lied about being raped uh in order for the abortion in order to help get abortion to 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 pass that she was never raped and she was never pregnant via this rape um and she never via this false rape let me put it that way and she she lied about all of it all right this this white woman lying about rape seems old as days right but apparently that's the case um i got my opinions on it of course that's why i'm talking about it um do i think that this reversal is and like what is my thoughts on it like maybe people are like well your thoughts on Abortion ain't nobody watching now, but maybe there's going to be people wondering about my thoughts on abortion or whatever. 
here's my thing. I don't think that it's appropriate method of birth control. I think if you are out here and you are having sex willy nilly and unprotected sex and you getting pregnant left and right and you continuously using abortions and all this other stuff to um, to take to to prevent from it being pregnant instead of just wearing a condom or just not having sex, <laughs> you know. Um, or just getting a man that knows how to pull the fuck out. Um, I think that's highly irresponsible. And I don't think that abortion should be used as a tool for the irresponsible. But I do think abortion should still be an option for women. Because there are instances, real life instances. And just because this white woman lied or supposedly lied about being raped. And then being pregnant by her rapist. Does that mean that situations like that do not actually happen? And I think for the simple, for that simple fact alone, I believe abortion should still be a choice at, for for for, uh, for women. You know, that simple fact alone. I think the irresponsibility, the the uh, you're if you're if you're grown enough to have sex. And you know the consequences of having unprotected sex. You either give that baby up for adoption, or you just you. I don't. I will. Sadly, I'm gonna say raise it, but you know, forcing. I don't want to force people to be parents. Um, but at the same time, you know, I I have zero zero sympathy for irresponsible adults irresponsibility in general but I have zero sympathy for that you know I understand that we all make mistakes and shit we all do things out of pleasures and we're not thinking I'm (laughs) the last motherfucker to be telling anybody about responsible sex but at the same time I understand that if I were to get in a situation where I am having sex with a woman and she gets pregnant and we knew what the consequences were I'm not going to be like, oh, Roe v. Wade, and let's, let's, I'm going to personally be, feel like, yo, man, like, so, uh, if we're not going to raise this child, we might as well give it up for adoption. So someone who actually doesn't want a baby is going to raise this child, you know, but if this is a situation, you know, I'm putting myself in it because I ain't raping nobody. But if it's a situation where it's a woman and she ends up getting raped and then her rapist doesn't pull out. I don't think that woman should be forced to have this rapist's baby. I think that's a cruel and unusual punishment for her. I think that she should have the option to say, if I don't want to be, I don't want this. Sure. Is it? killing a baby is a killing life yes i believe it is killing life but we are all in this savage fucking country the savage world we're all hypocrites to some sort a lot of these pro-lifers out there aren't typically pro-life when it comes to just you know all types of life one 
you, you block out Black Lives Matter where all lives matter or blue lives matter or white lives matter. So you really don't care about Black Lives Matter and all lives matter don't tr truly matter to you. Therefore, you can't be pro-life really if you only say that you're pro-life because you're against your religion told you it was bad to kill babies. And I'm not disagreeing with that not disagree with that at all but it's got to be a fine line here there's got to be some way where where like what will you tell a woman who is who is raped and then he ends up getting pregnant because by her rapist suck it up suck it up and have the child would you tell yourself that would you want to raise a child by your rapist and I understand that uh, most of the abortions that were happening that do occur are not actually women who've been raped. It's just people who don't want to raise a child. It's people who use it as a form of birth control rather than using the actual safe, non-baby-killing birth control forms out there. Instead of using those forms, they use abortions and all this other stuff, right? <clears throat> I think that's sick. I think that personally, I think that is sick. But again, I still don't think that taking away an option from women who will, who, who, who unfortunately will be raped and, and, um, possibly pregnant by the rapist that's fucked up that's what i can't look a woman in her as uh, a rape victim in her face and i'm only saying her in this situation because women get pregnant so <laughs> i can't look a rape victim a female rape victim in her face and say hey ma'am i'm sorry you what what happened to you sucks but guess what you a mama now Happy Mother's Day. And she don't really want to be a mom. Now, there, I've seen a couple of stories, actually, where there have been women who were raped by their, their, by their rapists, obviously, and got pregnant, and they still wanted to keep the baby. And they was like, you know what? I'm going to raise this child um, because it's not this child's fault that their daddy's a fucking sickle. I'm going to let them know once they get older what their daddy did and what happened, but I'm going to still love this child. I'm going to still bring this child into this world. To each its own. To each its own. But that's how I think about life in, in general. A lot of things in life, it's to each its own. But we live in a society where, you know, that can't always be the case. And some instances i see why that can't be the case other instances i think it's just human beings being the trash scum that we are but here's the kicker i think these leaks and i think this whole roe v wade thing passing because it came out of nowhere now people have their theories people can say you know it's white supremacy trying to get their numbers back up because ain't nobody having white babies no more you know what I'm saying? White couples ain't having white babies anymore and all this other shit. And we need more white people in this world because they out here killing each other out in Ukraine and Russia. They out here killing each other, not just killing niggas and everybody else. They killing each other and shit. Why don't white crime, right? So we need to up the white numbers. I know I hear the theories and all that. 
I'm not doing away with those theories. I mean, have at it. I, it wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. But I think the real kicker and the real theory is the Democrats are allowing this to happen because you know being anti-abortion is one of the oldest Republican right-wing tropes that there is. It is the oldest Republican right-wing trope ever ever if they if the Republicans have never changed their mind on every on something it is abortion and the Democrats are desperate the primaries are coming up Joe Biden fucking sucks the Democrats fucking suck they can't give anybody tangibles because they don't want to they can't the lies are being exposed I've been exposed in them but more and more people are waking up to the shit waking up to how shitty they are more and more people are looking at their life especially what happened with 2020 get it coming out of 2020 coming out of a trump presidency thinking hoping things were going to get better seeing things not get better seeing things actually get worse for them and then looking at the president looking at the party looking at the all the promises that joe biden claimed he was going to do about student debt about all this other shit all this other whack whack wibbity whack 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 and he ain't doing none of that he did none of that shit people are waking up not everybody trust me it's not everybody but people are waking up people are waking up to how much of liars and bsers the dems are i think the democrats allowing this to happen is their way of saying hey vote for us and we're going to take care of this mess vote for us and we're going to make sure that the dirty dirty republicans do not get this passed because this is what happens when you allow the republicans to gain any type of power although the democrats have gotten more power they have more power now than they ever have had in the past in a very long time since probably the clinton era maybe even before that because they didn't have much power under eight years of Obama not giving them a cop out but they didn't have that much power under eight years of Obama and then of course they were using all the Trump years to excuse why they couldn't get shit done well we're not in office we can't do nothing we don't have to be doing nothing give us everything and we will do everything and then we all gave them everything and they they ain't doing shit with it so what happened? So they know they got to do something out of desperation, and this is it. Sadly, it's going to work on some folks. Sadly, there are folks out there that's probably like, oh, my God, the Republicans, they're going crazy. We got to vote blue no matter who, because this is what happens. They're, 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 they're trying to make abortion illegal again. Then they're going to bring back slavery. Then they're going to bring back segregation. <laughs> then they're and they're gonna take away same-sex marriage laws and stuff so all the states that have it legal for um same-sex marriage to be a thing they're gonna reverse all of that and oh my god it's everybody it's third party voters fault it's people who didn't vote for blues fault it's all the republicans it's everybody's fault except for the bum-ass democrats who don't do a goddamn thing for the people that vote for them no type of tangibles just soggy ass fresh five fresh fresh 
fish fries. <laughs> Clyde Bourne's bitch ass. But that's what the that's what the kicker is. I think that's what the real deal is. And I think that's what the real discussion here is, honestly. Um not to say that abortion, it's a very touchy topic. And maybe you could tell by my views on it that I can't really pick a side. Uh, I I I feel like I do have a side. My side is that I'm pro-choice, but I'm not pro-fucking idiot. I'm not pro-irresponsibility. Sure, people can have the right to choose to be irresponsible, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to be all for it, the irresponsibility. You know? People can choose. It's irresponsible to drink and drive. But if someone makes that dumbass choice, and I'm not saying let's make drinking and driving legal, no. But if someone makes that dumbass choice to drink and drive, and then they get into a car accident, they die, they kill someone else, which happens a lot, sadly. They, the, the person that isn't drinking and driving, but is a victim of the person drinking and driving is the one who ends up dead. Um, yeah, you know, that's that was someone's irresponsible choice. And irresponsible, and I'm not going to be for it, you know. I'm so. If you think that being pro-choice means that being pro-irresponsible, um, if if I'm missing something and pro-choice means pro-irresponsible, then I guess I will have to change my mind on abortion to say fuck it, fuck it. But that would be sad because again, to the rape victims out there, and I don't care what the numbers say. The numbers can say that 0.3% of abortion women who get abortion are actually rape victims. Okay, that's 0.3%, but it's still happening. It still happens. You don't a damn about what the numbers say. The fact of the matter is there's a woman, God forbid, not right now, at this moment. I hope all women just out here chilling and being safe. But God forbid there's a woman out here being raped right now. She ends up being pregnant. I, for the conscious, the good conscious in me, <laughs> you know, what's left of it, I guess, cannot look at that woman and say, hey, hey, girl, like, I, I'm sorry what happened to you, but you got to have to raise that child. Nah, I would want that woman to have a choice whether she wants to keep the baby or not. But that's that. And that's not irresponsibility telling a rape victim that she was being or they were being irresponsible in a sense i know people have this that idea about that you know rape victims and it's the way they dress it's with whatever but yeah i can't i can't do that i can't do that i know people that who can do that that's on them but i can't you know so anytime someone was like ernest you're an asshole I can't tell a rape victim <laughs> to not get an abortion, so guess I'm not that that big of an asshole. But I'm out here. I'm looking at the next topic. The next topic is Dave Chappelle's attacker. Man, oh man. So Dave Chappelle's attacker, um, who also goes by the name of uh, the No Name Trapper, right? I believe that's his name. He's a He's a rapper and he's got some music on on Spotify. 
Don't know why I told y'all that, but nobody's watching this now. Don't know if anyone's going to watch the playback. Don't know if anyone's going to watch the videos. So maybe his name goes unnoticed still. But he showed up to a Dave Chappelle show at the Hollywood Bowl, and he tried to kill Dave Chappelle. Essentially, he tried to tackle him to the ground and he had a bayonetta. I just love saying that word. I'm sorry. He had a bayonetta. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pistol with a knife on it. All right. Um, he had that, um, and he planned on using it on Dave Chappelle, or at least I got to say allegedly, right? But I mean, if you go to a show, with a bayonetta and you tackle somebody and you got that bayonetta. What, why'd you bring it? Why'd you bring it? That's what I'm saying. So, you know, if I had a bayonetta and I brought it somewhere, the point is to harm somebody with that bayonetta. All right, shout out to Call of Duty. So with that being said, um, what are my thoughts on that situation there? Just like I've stated about, and I didn't do an episode about it on the Ernest Thoughts podcast, so I'm just going to give my quick thoughts here about the whole Chris Rock and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Was it overkill? Um, Was it an overreaction? Not even overkill, because ain't nobody died. Was it an overreaction? Yes. But you, you say something about someone's wife or you say something, period. People are going to respond. You cannot control how people respond. So if you are somebody and you fear being slapped for the things that you say, you should then watch what you say. It's just the world we live in. That's how I'm looking at it. Not saying that it was funny. Not saying that it was, you know, warranted. I thought it was funny. Yes, I laughed. Um, Because I laugh at fucked up things all the time like bayonetas but yeah my point in bringing that situation up is people were bringing up well if someone came and tried to attack Dave Chappelle for the things his transphobic shit and he and I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna attack that view and stuff I've already done it before plenty of times but I'm gonna just do it again because why not um, but people are like, if someone attacked him, y'all would say it's wrong. But now it's Chris Rock. And, blah, blah, blah. and my point of view is not, nah, you're not going to get me on a hypocrisy tip. If someone tried to, Dave Chappelle, one of my favorite comedians of all time. If someone tried to attack him for the things that he says, even if he's just asking questions, which what he did with the transgender topics, he wasn't saying anything inflammatory again as someone who actually watched the Netflix specials and even did reviews on them I can tell you that he didn't say any jokes per se about the community at large there were questions he asked that there were people who didn't want him asking those questions because you can't question certain people you know you just got to take shit at face value anyways my point was, hey, listen, if he gets attacked for it, um, he is one of my favorite comedians of all time. He better learn how to squabble or he better stay strapped or his security team, as we saw with uh, the Hollywood Bowl situation, 
his security team better be uh, smart enough to handle that. It is what it is. Now, I'm not saying it's right. Um, because I think it's stupid to actually go on and attack people, physically attack people, because you don't like the things that they say. It's okay to physically attack people who want to physically and cause physical harm to you. And no, Dave Chappelle asking questions about the LGBT, uh, not representation, but just asking questions regarding how the LGBT community is, is treated as opposed to black men or just black people in general how they get laws in their favors or this, that, and the third and all this other stuff, but black folks don't really get anything, again, tangible. These are questions that are not harming the LGBT community. These are simply questions that someone who sees, has a point of view by seeing something and wants to know what's up. All Dave did was ask questions. If he didn't make a joke it was about him having sexual relations with, uh, I forget her name, but the woman, the trans woman who killed herself, the trans comedian who uh, committed suicide. And even then she, in her note, I think she made it clear that it wasn't anything that Dave said that made her suicidal. She had her own personal demons that she was fighting within herself that she felt like she wasn't able to do so no matter how many people loved her, no matter how friendly she was with Dave, no matter how her close, how close she was with family and friends. So that stuff happens, but you know, it's all, it was easy to target Dave. Anyways, Bayonetta boy or Bayonetta them, whatever the, the, his pronouns or their pronouns are. Um, Bayonetta boy just sounds better. So I'm gonna call you that. Bayonetta boy thought it would be funny and great and, you know, heroic to get on to tackle Dave Chappelle. And, uh, you know, Bayonetta boy got their ass kicked, you know, got a lot more. He got, <laughs> got his arm torn off, put back on backwards, <laughs> knotted up in the head, just all types of fucked up. And yeah, I'm laughing about it because that's what you get. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I have no sympathy for Bayonetta boy, pretzel boy. This has got nothing to do with transphobia. This got nothing to do with, this got everything to do with a psycho liberal thinking. And it kills me because a lot of motherfuckers who dress and look like Bayonetta Boy will be on a we're not about violence. We want to take away guns, except for when it's comedians who ask questions that you don't want to answer. Now guns are, are, are you know, are weapons of choices. You don't want to keep your guns because you you don't like how, 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 you know, guns are used to shoot up schools, although their guns aren't walking up to these schools themselves and bang, bang, banging everybody. Um, 
you know, you don't want guns because, oh my God, the police officers use that to kill people. And although when you say, let's take away the guns, you're not saying take away the guns from the cops. You're talking about everyday people. So like Bayonetta Boy and, and, and myself and all those other people, right? Um, you're not saying, yeah, like the hypocrisy, it's, it's just crazy. And it's, it's funny, it's crazy, it's all that shit. It's, it's all that rolled up in one big libtard madness. It is, you know? Um, but nah, I don't feel bad for dude. I don't feel bad for the person. Um, they, they're gonna get charged with some shit. I mean, you, you, you knew the consequences. You knew the consequences. Uh, if that person can talk, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to make a diss track. Because I know they made one diss track toward Dave Chappelle. You know, I haven't heard it. I ain't going to get his streaming numbers up. Fuck all that. Um, y'all better not either if you're going to watch this playback afterward. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to do anything for this man. Um, and I'm not feeling bad for it. Yes, I said that if comedians are going to say things and they should somehow understand that there are going to be people so upset at the things I say, even if they're just questions, that they might want to attack me. So I better learn how to squabble. I better stay strapped, you know, get my own bayonetta. Get my goons and they can carry bayonettas. We get my squad and we all squabble on this motherfucker. We take arms off and then we put them on backwards. We take heads off and we put them off backwards and upside down like that kid's head on Family Guy. We make knots out of heads. We give people second heads. We gave them, you know, their real head and then a not so big could be a second head. You know what I'm saying? Like we we we're gonna do all that. We're gonna bust lips. We're gonna squab. We're going to learn how to do that. And then we're going to continue. We're going to make money. We're going to continue asking the questions we want to ask and saying the things we want to say. You know? But if you're moving out here like you're untouchable, and then all the Bayonetta boys and girls come at you, yeah, they're psychotic for that. There's no reason for that. And as every time a situation like this happens, when people go to these shows... And they get their ass kicked by security because they're trying to attack motherfuckers. With all that energy, all of that fucking energy could be used to actually support the comedians, support the creators that you don't deem problematic. It's really that simple. If you love Amy Schumer, because, oh my god, Amy Schumer, she doesn't offend me like Dave Chappelle and all these other people. Okay, that's you. I don't see the allure and all that, but that's you. So why not just go to Amy Schumer shows? Why not just donate to Amy Schumer? Just cause. Why not just support whatever she got going on? Instead of spending all that time and energy trying to shut down what you hate. Because when you get your ass kicked and your arm turned inside out and then turned into a human pretzel, what you gonna do? Bayonetta? 
what you gonna do when the Hulkamaniacs weren't riled on you? Like, uh, what you gonna do? Like, seriously, I don't know. That's wild. I, it's just a concept that I never will try to justify. I, no one can ever convince me that what they these individuals try to do, libtards or not, trying to attack people, shut them down. It's not a concept anyone can ever convince me is going to be the right idea. No, I'm always going to be like, you know what? Nah, it's, it's a complete waste of time. And then you ruin your own fucking life. Your arms on backwards because of you. Now you got a backwards ass arm because of you, nigga. Like, it ain't nobody else's fault. You got a backwards ass fucking arm. Before you decided to go cycle, you had two functioning arms that was regular arms. You know, one was going this way. The other one's going that way. You could do this. You can do all this shit with your arms. You know? Now you can't. You got a backwards arm now. Because you thought you would be a hero shutting down Dave Chappelle because all he does is ask questions regarding race relations and relations of the LGBTQIA community. That's all he does. And as someone who's seen the stand-ups, these are not even fucking funny jokes. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've said this during the reviews. Y'all really getting upset over stuff you ain't seen. And trust me, I've seen this shit. It's not even funny. And when he does ask these questions, they're not like profound questions. They're good questions, but they're not super profound. Y'all getting upset over questions. And y'all being led astray because the people who don't even watch the stand-up specials but write stink pieces on them are telling you he said something transphobic. He didn't. He didn't. He simply asked and questioned. And y'all motherfuckers don't like being questioned. Boom. That's that. So, Bayonetta boy. If you're watching this, learn how to use your arm backwards from now on, all right? One. Anyways, last topic here. We're going to talk about Kevin Samuel's death. Well, pretty much, not necessarily the death, but like just the talks behind it and all that other shit. So... For those who don't know who Kevin Samuels was, he was a self-proclaimed relationship guru. Simple as that. That's what I'm going to put it as. Um, My personal, I guess, categorization, he's a self-proclaimed relationship guru who uses shock value, who used shock value to garner the attention that he got. So no different from his title, but without that extra shit, right? I didn't personally pay attention to Kevin Sanders. Now I've seen things of him and in general, I think that his message was not necessarily a 100% complete terrible message, but I don't, but I don't think his approach was well. I don't think his intent was well as well was well as well well but no i don't think that he was genuine in his approach nor his intent i thought the energy was 
the way that it was because it wasn't the only intent was was to garner attention for for that and to obviously cause more drama to garner more attention so he can continue getting the views and getting the the uh you know the stuff that comes with the views and stuff you know the money and the attention and all that other shit the donations the the love from the individuals now i'm not saying that the people who loved him because there are people who actually love that man um the people who love him and praise him were doing so because they just want to be contrarians i do believe that this man has he has a cult following for sure and in the in the in every sense of that phrase he's got a cult following he's got a cult following of people who actually really really latch on to everything that he says so there's that aspect of it but the discourse I've been seeing about his 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 death or surrounding his death is what I really want to talk about, not necessarily the drama, although that's going to be a part of it and all that. But I really want to talk about the discourse uh, because it really sickens me when I see fake motherfuckers and it doesn't surprise me, but it still sickens me when I see fake motherfuckers now want to when now that the man is dead or tragically died supposedly via a drug overdose of some sort um but you know I, I think it's I think I'm getting tired but no uh, other than that I think that the discourse that's going on is it's sickening to see people who cause I've seen and they know who they are if they're going to watch this. Y'all know who the fuck y'all are. I've seen people go from praising him to hating him to praising him again now that he's dead. Very sick behavior. All of it. Why? Because what reasons? I don't care. Like, sure, the man is dead. And I know it's taboo to talk ill about the dead. Hence why I, I didn't really say much <laughs> about it. I didn't say much about his death. I had my snide low comments, I ain't gonna lie. When it came to the rumors of the drugs and shit. Um, but other than that, I didn't say anything inflammatory or too inflammatory. Like, aha, this nigga dead. I'm not celebrating the man's death. Because of that idea of well, it's 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 wrong to do that, and I understand that to a degree. But I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm a fan of the dude either. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I love the man. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna be the individual that was attacking him while he was alive, and then when he died, it's oh my god, he was he was such a man before his time. What's First of all, there was there's many men on 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 YouTube, many black men especially, or many men on YouTube telling men what to look for in a woman, what type of women they should choose, what to do with their life, all this, that, and the third. And again, K 
Kevin Samuels' message or the advice he was giving, most of the time, I could agree with it. I just didn't think it was coming from a genuine place. And at the end of the day, sometimes, oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, there are times where I don't care what the message is. If it's not coming from a genuine person, I'm not going to fuck with it. You know, going back to politics, politicians all the time from the both Republicans and Democrats and even third parties will say a lot of beautiful shit. Shit that I would agree with. Shit that, you know, is just, you know, the right thing to say or just something that I would typically, you know, agree with, you know. But it's not coming from a place of genuine, you know, like they genuinely feel that way. It's it's just part of their front. So that's how I felt about Kevin Samuels. It was just part of his front. I think there are times where, you know, he, he, he wanted to be, maybe when he started off, he actually wanted to be that, I guess, that I guess that advice giver, mentor, you know, love, relationships, you know, guru. He wanted to be that. But then he saw that wasn't getting him the views and the attention. And what was getting him that was the drama surrounding surrounding the things that he said. Now I think it's just as dumb as I was telling Bayonetta boy. Pretty much if someone says something you don't like. Stop paying attention to them. Go support the people. Because there are people, again, on YouTube, men and women on YouTube, saying the same message that Kevin Kevin Samuels shared. But people who didn't like his approach, the way that he did it, continue to support him by calling into his shows, by by retweeting his 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 posts. By viewing into his shows and angry his live streams and angry commenting on on the live streams and arguing with people within the comment section. That's still supporting the man. Commenting on his videos. That is still supporting the man. Instead of instead of going for someone else who has to share who shares the same type of messages, but but in a softer, more even genuine approach to it they could have done that gotten that person's numbers up but no they didn't choose to do so it's dumb that side of the whole Kevin Kevin Samuels discourse was never a side that I was on I never chose a side I just chose to stay out of it because I didn't fuck with him but I also did not fuck with the people who was making him famous because they were fucking idiots and they were being irresponsible with their influence. And again, as I talked about with the whole abortion thing, I'm not a fan of irresponsibility. I don't, I don't, that's not me. I'm not going to big up irresponsibility when it comes to sex, when it comes to what people should, how people should react via shit on the internet. It's irresponsible to do something like that, especially if you think that that person is going to get famous because it wasn't the people who love Kevin Samuels that got his numbers up. It was the haters. And it's the haters that's keeping his numbers up. Not the people who love him religiously because those people are going to do so anyway. They were already there. 
and then what you what what the people who hated him did was bring on more people, expose Kevin Samuels to them, and then grew his numbers that way by giving people, giving getting people that love him. Again, this is not more so on that. This is more so on just the discourse behind that. Again, it's disgusting to see the very people who, you know, and I'm not saying that those people should should be celebrating his death. I'm not saying that, you know, the people who booed him, right? whether they booed him from the start or they booed him after he said something that resonated with them and now it's fuck him. Because I've seen people do that. Those people are extra sick. Those people that was, he's not saying anything wrong. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. <laughs> All that shit, right? And then he said something about them that applied and hurt them and then it was like, oh, fuck him. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly. I've seen people. I know people. I've seen that happen exactly. I said from the start, this man is being disrespectful. And you can say that it's, oh, you know, it's just people who are offended by it because they know it's true and stuff. And yeah, all of this shit could be true, by the way. All of it can be true. And in fact, in this situation with Kevin Samuels and with a lot of these relationship guru folks, it is true. It's people who hate the truth. Who hate being told exactly what they need to be heard. But it's also people who don't like to be disrespected. It's also people who just want to attack individuals because they are like, oh, and if it doesn't apply, then it fly. They want to cause discourse. And then there's also people who have that mentality until that individual, that guru says something about them that resonates with them. And now they can't take their own fucking advice or they can't take the advice of it's meant to help you. You know what I'm saying? It went from he's 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 actually helping y'all out to now he's attacking me, so it's fuck him. And it's oh he's dead now, so let me go. Let me go praise the dude. You know what I'm saying? It's sick, man. Like what the fuck? Some fake shit. How do you justify that? Don't try to tell me, well, you know, you gotta. You got to respect the dead. Listen, do what I what I do. Do what I did. Not say a damn thing about it. Just simply say, yo, hey, I agree with dude. But that's about it. And that's about it. You don't have to get on here. You don't have to be one way or another. You don't have to be one of the crazies that's celebrating this man's death. But you also don't have to be a fake motherfucker and, and, and crying crocodile tears. Because you don't want to seem like them, but you also, like, you feel like you got to chime in on the situation. No. If you got nothing else to say, just simply don't say it. The only people, which is crazy, but the only individuals that I see that make sense in this situation are the people that were a fan of him. Those are the only genuine crocodile, they're not crocodile tears, those are the only genuine tears that I see for Kevin Samuels. The people who are actually who were were fans of his, and those are the only individuals I want to hear hear from. To be honest with you, those are the only people I want I want to hear from in regards to his death and and how how it's affecting them. I don't want to hear from the people. Obviously, if you hated him while he was alive and you're not trying to be fake, 
I know how you feel about his death. You're celebrating it. Me personally, again, I'm not, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of him when he was alive, but I'm not celebrating his death. Above all else, with, with my thoughts on Kevin Samuels, I think the man had potential to actually be a better person. And he was only 50, right? 50, 55 or so. He was in his 50s. Either or, he was an older gentleman with a lot of immature ways. But nonetheless, he still had a lot of, from things that I've seen, he had the potential to do better. Um, And it just sucks that, you know, what he put out there was what he is going to be remembered by. But at the same time, content creators, myself, Kevin Samuels, anybody out there that is creating some type of content online, we have to understand that if we want to be perceived a certain way, especially once we die, we must be cognizant of the content that we put out there on the internet, especially on the internet and life in general, but especially on the internet. So if Kevin Samuels himself is in heaven or wherever the hell he is, and he's like, man, I really don't like the perception of me. While he was living, he was living long enough. Again, man in his 50s. I'm only 30. Man had 20 years on me. But 50 years of his life in general. To say, if I want to be perceived a certain way. Now, you're not always going to win everybody over, of course. But he, he was living long enough to understand. If he wanted to be perceived a certain way. He would then have to act a certain way. He would have to behave in a certain way. He chose to behave the way that he did. He chose to to make the content that he made. Put it out there. So now other people have a perception of it. Whether they're being fake. Well, I don't give a fuck about the fake motherfuckers. But whether their perception is a positive or a negative one. That's that's up to the individuals. Fake people are just fake people don't have a perception. You know? Which is the weirdest thing in the world to me. For anyone not to have a perception on. Well, it's not the weirdest thing in the world to not have a perception on. Some things you just want to keep your mouth shut. But there are people out there who don't have a perception because they're fake. They go where the populace is going. They go where the people that they believe is the in crowd is going. That's weird to me. But that's that. And those are my thoughts. And that has been this live stream for anybody that's like, you need to stop doing the interviews on the Ernest Dash podcast and none of you motherfuckers turn in, tune into this live stream. Stop being fake. I will learn how to cut these clips up and then upload these on YouTube as well. So you can check out this stuff on YouTube, the videos on YouTube. And I do want to do these more, these live streams more. Um, I'll do a combination of having a live stream and then obviously having the audio play. On my phone, y'all like my yawning singer voice, but having it on my phone so I can 
I'll both upload the episodes on, you know, the the anchors, the Spotify's, the other platforms, the DSPs as what they call them, right? Um, um, and um, still have this on, you know, live streaming places and cut up the clips and put them on YouTube and have it that way and all that stuff. You know, stuff I'm working on personally because. I like learning and I like working on shit and that's what it is. Like I said, I want to get into live streaming more. So hopefully StreamYard is now on some bitch shit with this five days weirdo shit because again, I was told I get 23 hours and this has only been an hour and 10 minute um, live stream. So that me- should mean I have about eight, at least 18 to 19 hours left this month if I wanted to use the rest of those hours up to live stream. Highly unlikely that I'm going to use up all that, but that was the point of me getting a free version of StreamYard. But we'll see what the fuck happens after all that. If you do end up watching this broadcast after it is said and done in its totality, I appreciate you for doing so. Hopefully I can catch you. You can catch me live. Hopefully I learned how to share this shit while it's live, but hopefully you can catch me live the next time I do this. If you're catching these in the clips forms, that's great. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for more of those. Like, share, all that good stuff. Until next time, until next live stream, you'll see me when you see me. Peace out and happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there.